Welcome to the one-year journey through the Holy Bible. Let's pray to the Holy Spirit to open our hearts and minds to understand and live the Word of God. Holy Spirit, come to my mind, my heart, and my spirit so that as I read your Word, let me understand, know, and love you better. Bless me to be a faithful disciple to apply your Word to my life. Make me a light shining upon all those who are in darkness. As I read the Word of God, enlighten my mind and enkindle my heart with a deeper love for you and the people around me. Amen. Today we'll be reading Exodus chapter 33 to 36. Chapter 33 The Lord spoke to Moses, Go, you and the people whom you have brought up from the land of Egypt are about to go from here to the land which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to your descendants. Driving out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, I will send an angel before you, to a land flowing with milk and honey, but I myself will not go in your company, because you are a stiff-necked people, otherwise I might consume you on the way. When the people heard this painful news, they were mourned, and no one wore any ornaments. The Lord spoke to Moses, Speak to the Israelites, you are a stiff-necked people. Where I go up in your company, even for a moment, I will destroy you. Now off with your ornaments. Let me think what to do with you. So from Mount Horeb onward, the Israelites stripped off their ornaments. Moses' Intimacy with God Moses used to pitch a tent outside the camp at some distance. It was called the Tent of Meeting. Anyone who wished to consult the Lord would go to the Tent of Meeting outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent, the Lord, the people would all rise standing at the entrance of their own tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses entered, the column of the cloud would come down and stand at its entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. On seeing the column of the cloud stand at the entrance of the tent, all the people would rise and bow down at the entrance of their own tents. The Lord used to speak for Moses face to face, as a person speaks to a friend. Moses would then return to camp, but his young assistant Joshua, the son of Nun, never left the tent. Moses said to the Lord, See, you are telling me, lead this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said you are my intimate friend. You have found favor with me. Now if I favor with you, please let me know your ways, so that in knowing you, I may continue to find favor with you. So this nation is indeed your people. The Lord answered, I myself will go along to give you rest. Moses replied, If you are not going yourself, do not make us go up from here. For how long can it be known that I and your people have found favor with you except by you going with us? Then we, your people, and I will be signaled out from every other person on this planet. The Lord spoke to Moses, This request too which you have made, I will carry out, because you have found favor with me, and you are my intimate friend. Then Moses said, Please, let me see your glory. The Lord answered, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim my name, Lord, before you. I who show favor with whom I will, I who grant mercy to whom I will. But you cannot see my face, for no one who can see me and live. Here, continued the Lord, is a place near me, where you shall station yourself on the rock. When my glory passes, I will set you in the cleft of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand, so that you may see my back, but my face may not be seen. 
Chapter 34 The Renewal of the Tablets The Lord said to Moses, Cut two stone tablets like the former, that I may write on them the words which were on the former tablets that you broke. Get ready for tomorrow morning when you are to go up Mount Sinai and there present yourself to me on top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you, and no one that even be seen or any part of the mountain. Even the cattle and the sheep are not to graze in front of this mountain. Moses then cut two stone tablets like the former, and early the next morning he went to Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded, taking in his hand the two stone tablets. The Lord came down in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. So the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abundant in love and fidelity, continuing his love for a thousand generations and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin, yet not declaring the guilty guiltlessness, but bringing punishment for their parents' wickedness on children and children's children to the third and fourth generation. Moses at once knelt and bowed down to the ground. Then he said, If I find favor with you, Lord, please, Lord, come along in our company. This indeed is stiff-necked people, yet pardon our wickedness and sins, and claim us as your own. Religious Laws The Lord said, Here is the covenant I will make. Before all your people I will perform marvels never before done in any nation anywhere on earth, so that all the people among whom you live may see the work of the Lord. Awe-inspiring are the deeds I will perform with you. As, as for you, observe what I am commanding you today. See, I am about to drive out before you the Amorites, Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Take care not to make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land that you are to enter, lest they become a snare among you. Tear down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and cut down their ash ashrams. You shall not bow down to any other god, for the Lord, jealous, his name is a jealous god. Do not make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, else, when they prostitute themselves with their gods and sacrifice to them, one of them may invite you and you may partake of the sacrifice. And when you take their daughters as wives for your sons and their daughters prostitute themselves with their gods, they will make your sons do the same. You shall not make for yourselves molten gods. You shall keep the festival of unleavened bread. For seven days at the appointed time in the month of Abib, you are to eat unleavened bread as I commanded you. For in the month of Abib, you came out of Egypt. To me belongs every male that opens the womb among all the livestock, whether in the herd or the flock. The firstling of a donkey you shall redeem with the land. If you do not redeem it, you must break its neck. The firstborn among your sons you shall redeem. No one shall appear before me empty-handed. Six days you may labor, but on the seventh day you shall rest. During the seasons of plowing and harvest you must rest. You shall keep the feast of weeks with the first fruits of wheat harvest. Likewise, the feast of ingathering at the close of the year. Three times a year all your men shall appear before the Lord, the Lord God of Israel. Since I will drive out the nations before you and enlarge your territory, no one will covet to your land when you go up there three times a year to appear before the Lord your God. You shall not offer me the blood of sacrifice with anything leavened, 
nor shall the sacrifice of the Passover feast be kept overnight for the next day. The choicest first fruits of your soil shall bring the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. The Radiance of Moses' Face Then the Lord said to Moses, Write down these words, for in accordance with these words I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. So Moses was there for the, with the Lord for forty days and forty nights without eating or any drinking, and he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the ten words. As Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant in his hands, he did not know that the skin of his face had become radiant while he spoke with the Lord. When Aaron then and all the other Israelites saw Moses and noticed how radiant the skin of his face had become, they were afraid to come near. Only after Moses called to them did Aaron and all the leaders of the community come back to him. Moses then spoke with them. Later all the Israelites came up to him, and he enjoined on them all that the Lord had told him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking with them, he had put a veil over his face. Whenever Moses entered the presence of the Lord to speak to him, he removed the veil until he could come out again. On coming out, he would tell the Israelites all that he had been commanded. Then the Israelites would see that the skin of Moses' face was radiant, so that he would pull again over the veil of his face until he went to speak again with the Lord. Chapter 35 Sabbath Regulations Moses assembled the whole Israeli community and said to them, These are the words of the Lord that has been commanded to be observed. On six days work may be done, but on the seventh day shall be holy to you as the Sabbath of complete rest to the Lord. Anyone who does work on that day shall be put to death. You shall not even light a fire in any of your dwellings on the Sabbath day. Collection of Materials Moses said to the whole Israeli community, This is what the Lord has commanded. Receive from among you contributions for the Lord. Everyone, as his heart prompts him, shall bring as a contribution to the Lord gold, silver, and bronze, violet, purple, and scarlet yarn, fine linen, and goat hair, ram skin dyed red, and tahar skin acacia wood, oil for the light, species for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, onyx stones, and other gems for mounting on the ephod and the breastplate. The call for artisans. Let every artisan among you come and make all that the Lord has commanded, the tabernacle with its tent, its covering, its clasps, its frames, its bars, its columns, and its pedestals, the arcs with the poles, the cover and the curtain veil, the table with its poles and all of its utensils, and showbread, the menorah with its utensils, the lamps, and the oil for the light, the altar of incense with its poles, the anointing oil, and the fragrant incense, the entrance curtain for the entrance of the tabernacle, the altar for the burnt offerings with its bronze grating, its poles and all of its utensils, the basin with its stand, the hangings of the court with their columns and pedestals, the curtain for the gate of the court, the tent pegs for the tabernacle and for the court and with their ropes, the service cloths for use in the sanctuary, the sacred vestments for Aaron the priest and the vestments for his son in their ministry. The contribution. When the whole Israeli community left Moses' presence, all as their hearts moved them, and their spirit prompt brought a contribution to the Lord for the, all the work of the tent and the meeting, for all its services and for the sacred vestments. 
Both men and women, all as their heart prompted, brought brooches, earrings, rings, necklaces, and various other gold articles. Everyone who could present an offering of gold to the Lord. Everyone who happened to have violet, purple, or scarlet yarn, fine linen, or goat's hair, ram skin, dyed red, or tahash skins, brought them. Whoever could make a contribution of silver or bronze offered it to the Lord, and everyone who happened to have acacia wood for any part of the wood brought it in. All the women who were expert spinners brought hand-spun violet, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen thread. All the women, as their hearts and skills moved them, spun goat hair. The tribal leaders brought onyx stones and other gems for mounting on the ephod and on the breastplate as well as spices and oils for the light, anointing oil, and fragrant incense. Every Israelite man and woman brought to the Lord such voluntarily offerings as they, as they thought be best for the various kinds of works which the Lord, through Moses, had commanded to be done. Moses then said to the Israelites, See that the Lord has singled out Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and has filled him with the divine spirit of skill and understanding and knowledge in the, every craft, in the production of embroidery, in making things of gold, silver, or bronze, in cutting and mounting precious stones, in carving wood, and in every other craft. He has also given both him and Oholub, son of Ahimelech, the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach others. He has endowed them with the skill to execute all types of work, engraving, embroidery, the making of variegated cloth of violet, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen thread, weaving, and all other arts and crafts. Chapter 36 Bezalel, therefore, was set to work with Oholub, and with all the artisans whom the Lord has endowed with skill and understanding and knowing how to do all the work for the service of the sanctuary, just as the Lord has commanded. Moses then called Bezalel and Oholub and all the other artisans whom the Lord had endowed with skill, men whose hearts moved them to come to do the work. They received from Moses all the contributions which the Israelites had brought for the work to be done for the sanctuary service, till morning after the morning, People continued to bring their voluntary offerings to Moses. Thereupon, all the artisans who were doing the work from the sanctuary came to the work each came from the work each was doing and told Moses, "The people are bringing much more than is needed to carry out the work which the Lord has commanded us to do." Moses therefore ordered a proclamation to be made throughout the camp: "Let neither man nor woman make any more contributions for the sanctuary." So the people stopped bringing their offerings enough at hand, and the more than enough to complete the work to be done. The Tent Cloth and Coverings The various artisans who were doing the work made the tabernacle with its ten sheets woven of fine linen twined, having cherubim embroidered on them with violet, purple, and scarlet yarn. The length of each sheet was twenty-eight cubits, and width was four cubits. All the sheets were the same size. Five of the sheets were joined together edge to edge, and the other five sheets likewise edge to edge. Loops of violet yarn were made along the edge of the end sheet in the first set, and the same along the end of the end sheet in the second set. Fifty loops were, th- 50 loops were thus made on the one inner sheet. Fifty loops were made on the inner sheet in the other side, 
and the others set with the loops directly opposite of each other. Then fifty clasps of gold were made, in which the sheets were joined so that the tabernacle formed one whole. Sheets of goat hair were also woven as a tent over the tabernacle. Eleven such sheets were made. The length of each sheet was thirty cubits and the width four cubits. All eleven sheets were the same size. Five of these sheets were joined into one set and the other six sheets into another set. Fifty loops were made along the edge of the end sheet in one set and fifty loops along the edge of the corresponding sheet in the other set. Fifty bronze clasps were made with the one which the tent was joined so that it formed one whole. A covering for the tent was made of ram skin dyed red and above that a covering of tahash skin. The Framework Frames were made for the tabernacle, acacia wood uprights. The length of each frame was ten cubits and the width one and a half cubits. Each frame had two arms, fastening them one to another. In this way, all the frames of the tabernacle were made. The frames for the tabernacle were made as follows. Twenty frames on the south side with forty silver pedestals under the twenty frames. Two, two pedestals under each frame for its two arms. Twenty frames on, on the other side of the tabernacle, the north side, with their forty civil pedestals, two pedestals under each frame. And two frames were made for the corners of the tabernacle at its, its rear. These were the double these were double at the bottom and likewise double at the top to the first frame. That is how both corner frames are made. Thus, there were eight frames with their sixteen silver pedestals, two pedestals under each frame. Bars of acacia wood were also made, five for the frames on one side of the tabernacle, five for those on the other side, and five for those at the rear to the west. The central bar at the middle of the frames were made to reach across from end to end. The frames were plated with gold, and gold rings were made on them as holders for the bars, which were also plated with gold. The Veil the veil was made of violet purple and scarlet yarn and of fine linen twined with the cherubim embroidered on it. Four gold-plated columns of acacia wood with their gold hooks were made on it, and four silver pedestals were cast for them. The curtain for the entrance of the tent was made of violet purple and scarlet yarn and of fine linen twined, woven in variegated manners. Its five columns with their hooks, as well as their capitals and bands, were placed with gold. Their five pedestals were bronze. Word of the Lord.